This is a HeadGum Podcast. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake-me-up-when-the-sun-sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. The cops. This level of foolishness, hey. enjoy. Houston, we have a hey. door. Now watch this drive. Great ass. Hey. Damn it. Angela, that's it. Shisha. Sicario. Bruce hey. fucking Springsteen. Damn it. Hey. Yeah, people hey. are gonna die. I yeah, baby. Uh-huh. But as I'm leaving, I see the back of where they're doing the, the getting the, the the meal ready, the food ready <laughs> yeah. for the for the governor's ball. Yeah, yeah. I see a big tray. I'm like, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. Christ died. Christ rose again. But before he did, he said, I'm leaving here with something. I'm here with something. And that's salvation. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. Caroline. We're here to have good Christian fun. I'm was- leaving you with nothing. <laughs> Our guarantee and our promise is, as a listener, you'll listen to this podcast and at the end of it say, I'm leaving here with nothing. <laughs> Less than nothing. That was Denzel. That was Denzel Washington talking to Jamie Foxx on his YouTube channel. Jamie Foxx has a YouTube channel? Or no, I think it might have been some other... They what? were guests on some other YouTube I think franchise. he was hosting a thing. I don't understand Jamie Foxx's career. Uh, and he was sick and in the hospital recently, so we wish him well. Uh, better soon. <laughs> sorry for a tentative. We wish him well. Uh, but you know who does have a YouTube channel? Who? America's Funniest Woman, Brie Larson. <gasps> That's has right. a YouTube channel. Brie is online. And Food is Fun with Brie. Did you watch Fast X? No, I haven't. Abominable. No, and really? I like those movies. Yeah, yeah, you do. But her specifically, Abominable in that we- franchise. We need to work with her. That something is happening. We do? Yeah. You and I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? To finish her, <laughs> yeah, her career. I guess so. No, there needs to be something done. It needs to turn around because I fear she may be entering flop. And that is simply entering flop. Not right. Oh, man. I, I mean, know. she, we, we flopped herself. We recognize her as a sort of uh, peer. She does have a podcast of her own called Learning Lots. Join Brie Larson and Jesse Ennis for Learning Lots. This podcast will hold space for conversations and perspectives around education and pop culture. (laughs) And if that doesn't give you a hard out, I don't know what does. (laughs) I'm getting that term right, right? That's right. I can start this podcast. I have a hard out at five seconds. mm -hmm. I will be then opening TikTok. (laughs) That's right. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians, but we're not, we're not here to make fun of you. We're not here to make fun and of you. we're not you. here to make you go to church. Not once. Not, not once. We're just here to have good Christian fun. And we're once again doing the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. This time, 
It's I'm a Christian edition. <laughs> Is that what I called it in the yeah, notes? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly uh, it. It's the I'm a Christian edition. I'm a Christian. Where, where we take two songs that are loudly and, pro, and proudly proclaiming the Christian faith and saying, which of these is the best? Which of these is the worst? I love it. We will find out. Uh, and it's possible that a former guest gave me the idea for one of these songs very recently. But before we get to that, we do need to introduce our very special guests, friends and folks back after a six-year self-imposed hiatus. You may know her from her show, Resident Alien, or her own podcast, Mostly Fans Give It the Hell Up, for Alice, Alice Wetterling. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Dun, no. dun, dun. You thought I wouldn't be back, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Please don't come back. Time to have me back. On this podcast that you know. Oh, wow. You didn't think I'd come back into your life, but here I am. It's time for the show. So, and for those that don't know, <laughs> Alice isn't putting on a voice. She's aged significantly since the last time we saw her. You wish I didn't age, but I <laughs> aged so fast. People didn't want her to age. No one did. did least it. of all me. Is there anyone that you wish wouldn't <laughs> age in life? Let's go through our top five of I wish this person oh. wouldn't age. Ooh, great uh. question. I, I mean, mean, for you, I would imagine your sweet hubby, so you can L get all fanning. the time in the world with her. Exactly. For Alice, I would imagine it's Elle Fanning. <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? We got to keep somebody young. <laughs> sure. Elle just Fanning should remain young. Yeah, let's just preserve. Let's. I would preserve her let's in stasis. Her. Little mm -hmm. sister yeah. forever. Little sis forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help Fanning. Hi, guys. Do y'all watch The Great? Hey, thanks for I coming I do watch back. The Great. Is it? Yeah, I haven't. What? Is it? Have you seen the it? The Great? Yeah, it's great. Okay. It is wonderful. I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Jesus. What? I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> You're the third degree. I it just wanted is, to know. Uh, yeah, it's probably one of my faves. Yeah. Wow. One really, of your faves. I really like it. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's nice when you see an artist, an artist, an actor find their perfect. It feels like Nicholas Holt has found his perfect character to play. And in this in the character of um, Alec, whatever the guy's name is that he plays. Your Old favorite one? show. Well, the, he's like the king in Mr. this. Mr. King. And he's He plays awesome. Mr. King on the great. <laughs> Mr. King. And he sucks. And he's like, the this king is like, he's a terrible king. And he's like. Peter the Third of Russia? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, he's one. He's great at this character. Yeah, okay. I love Nicholas. I like Nicholas, Nicholas Holt. So yeah. Much. Yeah. Well, you'll really, really like Nicholas Holt if you watch this show. Oh. Yeah. He's he's in his, I don't know. Divvies? He's in his king era. Oh. Not Nick in his king era. Yeah. I know he's good. He's found his little lane as playing smarmy little shit heels, right? Yeah. Like yeah. him in the menu. Yeah. And then in Mad Snacks for I didn't showed. love the menu. Sure. Yeah. That was a I don't polarizing... like being made fun of directly. Wait, what, what's this now? <laughs> I don't like being made fun of directly. You felt made fun of. I don't like look because if you're exorbitant wealth and you're and my high end food experience, right? Mm. You know. Um, you call I've, yourself a foodie. I've been to Blue Hill at Stone Barns, mm -hmm. which oh. is like basically what that is. Where you go and it's like, you know, you got to make the reservation years in advance and you go and there's like, a, it's it's a very special food experience. You're like, you're in the church of food. Do you know this place? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of churches. They got that little carrot. They're like, this is the most carrot. Yeah. This carrot is doing the absolute <laughs> most. <laughs> yeah. My mom. watching Veggie Tales. I went to, I went with my mom and I just talked about this earlier on another podcast and okay, I. Okay, well, let's not bring that up right uh, now. I went with my mom and her friend and my stepdad and we 
they invited us. They, every every table gets to go on a little adventure. Mm-hmm. What? So they say the, the one of your like twelve servers comes to your table and goes like, "Do you guys want to go on a field trip?" And then you put your bag down on its bag stool, and then you get up and you go to like the greenhouse or the butcher or the cheese. House mm-hmm. where they Ooh, did make you the have cheese. one you really wanted to go to? They did. They took us into the kitchen, and all of the servers, when you get Whoa. up, when they go to the, take you to the kitchen, they all line up like, um, like Gosford Park or mm-hmm. uh, Down Abbey, Down Abbey, mm-hmm. and, stand, and stand in a line, and then you walk past them into the kitchen, and they, they oh. made a table in a, on a butcher block, and you can like watch people, the the food artists, mm-hmm. do their food art, and it was. It was spectacular. I think they identify as creators. Yeah. Is that true? Sandwich artists. Food fluencers? Fuck. They're influencing the taste in your mouth. They are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. My tongue gave them a lot of likes. So I would <laughs> Licks and likes. I understand Describe. why you would have a hostility towards. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, movie. I just felt like this show was kind of like, it's like, it's like succession. The show? It's like, why are we watching? I, I'm sick of watching rich people. Okay. Be fucking so, shitty. So you want to watch poor people be fucking shitty? Yeah, yeah, me too. Really show let's, that. Let's do it. Come I guess it's just always we sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> it is a. It is a. We've talked about this before. Of like, we're reaching peak saturation of hashtag Eat the Rich content with Triangle of Sadness. Well, and I'm obviously I'm like, sucky, sucky menu. I'm super all into. F- eat the rich, but like, who needs convincing at this point that we have to continuously? I feel like we're glorifying. You know the what I rich? mean? Yeah. I don't, in what sense? Like Succession, nobody who watches Succession that thinks that's like on the fence about whether or not rich people, you know what I mean? Like people, I heard this, like somebody was talking about on some show I listened to that how people are like, there's people unironically like Logan Roy for president, you know, like they think that guy's great. (laughs) I've never seen this on my timeline. Human beings have... I don't know if you know about this, like a, a, a penchant for amorality mm-hmm. and watching Big Dick swinging Logan Roy going around owning people left and right. People like that guy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we elected Trump. So it's like, I feel like- We did? Watching this type of person and like, I feel like it's like, it's you can't help but glorify, you know, unless it's mm-hmm. like, a, it's not a full assault. You know what I mean? It's not a full of salt. It's not a full, a full assault. Assault. Oh, I thought you said a full, like a little calf or full. Mm-hmm. I know what and you then thought. Well, this of? is a thing that we they're saying at Michelin restaurants these days, so it makes sense. Yeah, you I was kind of in menu brain when you said that. I have a conversation. That's disgusting. Well, there's like I have a heart out right now. I have a semi out. That's that thing with satire is a lot of the time it doesn't work. People just are like into the thing that they're supposed yeah, to be yeah, making yeah. fun of. My grandparents may they rest in peace watching the Colbert Report and being like, yeah. yeah. I love this it was guy. an episode exactly, of On the yeah. Media. Yeah, yeah. It was an episode of On the Media and they were talking about how like Archie Bunker, you know, was like this, in the end of every episode, yeah, he got owned by the person he was being racist against, but throughout the episode, you started to love him and he's like this bigoted character. And so is it really... Uh, what is it a commentary on when you eventually are like, oh, Archie Bunker, he's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting interrogation. Shiv's just a lovable old fool. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Mm. It's like, well, we shouldn't mm-hmm. get it. Well, we, we'll watch that instead of doing any kind of actual revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy. Can't it's do the protest easier. on Sunday night. It's so much easier. Got new HBO Max content. Yeah, I wonder, Max. Th- it, it is an interesting 
proposition to think, oh, is this the media equivalent of New York Times doing a, a profile story of like, there we go. What what about the Rust Belt people who Nailed don't know it. what's going on? Yeah, and like every week imbuing humanity uh, to people that are you know actively or yeah. passively destroying good life. Yeah. Whereas I like what the Daily Show does when they go around and interview them and just absolutely make them look like fucking dumb. Do they idiots. still do that? Yeah, I think the Jordan Klepper thing they keep doing is great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, he's fine. That's great. Like these people are fucking lazy. Like either they're intellectually lazy or they're just dumb and they don't care. Dexter's ears perked up as if you were talking about him. He's like, <laughs> I whoa, said whoa, intellectually whoa. lazy. <laughs> and your dog, like, I what? <laughs> I heard my name. And you're like, okay, well, woof, woof. it's really your fault. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter. Raggy. <laughs> God, he can't speak oh, English yet. Rot rakes. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so Awful. glad he can't speak thank as well. God. Well, thanks for coming if back. Walls could talk. Yeah, thank you for it's having me. It's been six GD years. I know. Isn't that funny? It's. Do you remember hilarious. what we did? I want to see I if do. you remember what we did last time you were here. Uh, we talked, we went to see the movie. Yeah. The, do you remember like, the name of the movie? No. <laughs> God, I don't remember the name of it. It was the star. Yeah. We went to see it in theaters somehow. Yeah, we went to the Americana. I remember and it very showed clearly. it in yeah. theaters, that donkey which blew movie. my mind. Of all the, like, every time I pitch a movie, they're like, we can't see it. And I'm like, well, it's just on the star, so that's weird. Come. The star is a movie that... Theatrical release. I want to say though, Oprah so. Winfrey was in this movie. <laughs> Wasn't she? I Oof. think so. Yeah, it was Oprah, Tyler Perry, Patricia Heaton, Kelly Clarkson, Zachary Levi, Caroline... Gina Little did we know how he'd come back to bite us in the ass later. Speaking of. He would come back. Um, Tracy Morgan, Ving Rhames, A.D. Bryant. A.D. Bryant. Oh God. Right, I mean, Carrie. a real money grab from all these people. I think they deserve. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. They did it out that Joel Osteen was in as well. Forgot about sure. that. Hey, I mean, good drag, Osteen, a good yeah. drag name. Hole Osteen. Have I said that Ol before? Osteen? I think I have. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't yet. <laughs> Is that good? I've got a hard on. Nice. And that's okay. We're, we're going to get you out in time, like you just said, because you, you have a heart on it. I have like a heart eight, on right? it. Yeah. Great. Well, how have our lives changed in the last six years? Spiritually, morally, socially, virtue, vice, whatnot. It's been a busy six years, right? Yeah. In terms of a lot of things. How have you? Have <laughs> Your you hair sh- is red. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And Perfect. Imagine the drapes. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do comedy now, so... You do comedy. We were always telling you you need to do comedy. She finally yeah. got in there. I have a special on Amazon. <laughs> finally got up there. Immediate special. <laughs> no. Do you feel like you've had any evolution in the last since we saw the star? Or has it all been done? Yeah, now? well, Quite a long time. I mean, I know you measure time for yourself in that way, like pre-star, post-star, pre-star, post-star. In terms of like your own growth. No, I mean, like not. Really, like spiritually, not really. I I was a spiritual person then. I got sober seven years ago, so I had to. They like gently encourage you to believe in God. Was that seven years ago? Yeah, Queen. Wait, what year was that? A twenty sixteen. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that was seven years. But ago. you know, Trump was elected, and then we knew what, what that was. And uh, yeah, we had your. I mean, what I. Uh, I started my podcast, mm-hmm. my second podcast, but I was doing treks at that point. Probably. You're doing treks. You're doing mostly fans. Yeah. The new it wasn't one doing is mostly, mostly fans. fans. 
It's just started mostly fans this year. Which is coming back any day now. Any day. It feels like... I mean... It is. We know what day. Right. It feels like For it's us. coming back. Have you started getting tweets or like little DMs? I met like- a person in per- like in person mm-hmm. who was like, I got some opinions about Maisel. I was like, okay. You said, People are stirring. Like, Garrett, were, go to bed. Garrett was like, knew someone who's a fan oh, okay. of me. And mm-hmm. I was like, a fan of me? That's so cool. And then she was like, I have some opinions about Maisel. And I was like, oh, okay. That's what you're a fan of. Uh <laughs> Not quite and that point. is what we're gunning for is to become the walking <laughs> embodiment of like a suggestion or sort of comment box. And so when you see us, like, don't don't see us as people. Put in your skip, opinion. Skip the pleasantries. Yeah. Jump yeah. to. Uh, write your comic card. I feel good that I've represented myself well in that arena. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been on Resident Alien. I got, um, I live with my partner Garrett now mm-hmm. and we moved into the house that I bought that's yeah, something that happened baby. I purchased a home amazing um, a, a, a temple of your own a sort of spiritual a spiritual structure yeah. Yeah. every Caroline. home yes <laughs> is making like gestures where God dwells exactly yeah, it is and I went in the attic to see if he's there <laughs> and uh, yeah Cozy. so that's you know I, I did a weekend. I was excited to talk about this. I did a weekend in, in Texas recently. Is this when you texted me and you were so stoked? When? I don't know, like a couple weekends ago. I guess so. What did I say? Well, tell say? me about it. Well, I don't know what I said in the text. Well, you I don't know what you said what... in the text, but I think you were very... Forgettable text either way, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, just like to be randomly stoked about something. How did your shows go, buddy? Dude, they were insane. You got to come back on the pod. Yes. I'm back in the light. Oh, yeah. that's they were insane. What was insane about them? Well, I'm and I'm excited to talk about them here on GCF because there was a, a moment with a Christian person. And I'll, I have to say, like to be fair to the Texas audiences... What city? Austin. Okay. Especially Austin audiences. My set right now, my new material is an amalgamation of everything that might piss off somebody in Austin. So like I cover abortion, uh, drag queens, trans kids, uh, tech bros, religion, specifically Christianity, um, like all of the things. So like, and queso. There's no, there's <laughs> no. no way the you're going to come to my show. Like, it was just like, and I knew that this weekend was going to be a bunch of randos because the club wasn't able to sell tickets for my show specifically. So they had to comp a bunch of people, which was demoralizing and made me very upset. And like, I was really worried about, I was like, Oh God, cause now they're going to tell the other clubs that I can't, you know, it's like, I don't really have enough of a fan base from resident alien to tour and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I got to the club and there was like a TikTok person in the main room. And the, and the comedians at the club were like, yeah, it's like a lot of TikTok people coming and headlining now. It's not really. Oh. Yeah. So I talked to my agent about that and stuff. And so we're kind of coming up with a plan. But, and um, the TikTok people are what? People specifically whose medium is TikTok or standups yeah. who do the crowd Their work clip outs and then. Okay. Yeah. It's not. My, my manager represents people who are comedians that are popular on TikTok, but they're stand-ups. Mm-hmm. But they became popular because they have clippable stuff that they... Right. But mm. these people, in the, I think in the main room that weekend, were like, it was just a person who's popular from being on... Like, like being, being like, hey, what's TikTok? up? Oh my gosh. Yeah, and so... Hey, that sounds like me. Strange to me because I was like, oh, so this is what it is now. Like, this is who our competition is and I don't have that. So um, I was kind of not stoked going into these shows. And the second night... Um, 
I a guy walked out because he was mad at the tech bro stuff. And then this, <laughs> the first show, and then the second show, so there was a g- girls, two girls who were um, How many heckling cups? the, uh, like lots. They oh, were heckling that's good. the MC. Like okay. immediately started Jeez. to talk back. Like, like bachelorette party vibes? Yeah, but there okay. was only two of them. Okay. You know, and they were very, <laughs> like the very pick me, you know, like just, I don't know how to, else to describe them. Just like- like just dressed contoured makeup the whole thing and then I was like these girls are not here for me you know and their their vibe was just very like (laughs) you know everything and they were haggling the MC and the MC had a joke about wage equity and how she wants men to pay for her drinks and they were like I just like paying for things myself like apropos of and it was like yo dog like cool (laughs) that's not and then they started heckling my opener. And at that point, I was like, okay, it's on. They're going to say something. And so immediately they started, you know, and they were really drunk at this point. And I was like, what's that? And the girl goes, my friend doesn't like you, but it's okay. And I'm like, oh, they're wasted. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, well, it's not okay because you're talking. So <laughs> you got to get out of here. Uh, and, um, yeah, you're going to leave? Okay, great. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Aren't you the girls who like paying for things yourself? And I was like, okay, great. Well, congratulations, because I get a cut of that. And everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> and then I did a little ditty about how everybody in the club hates them. And it was really fun because <laughs> they were leaving and the whole crowd was like on board, you know? Like they were, point. Yeah, yes. it's really fun to do that because mostly comedy audiences, unless you're just eating a dick the whole time, they are so annoyed when people are talking. Yeah. And so they get really on board when you kick people out, especially like bully them on the way out. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did that. So I kind of had the crowd on my side, but then I go into my religion bit and I could feel them tightening up. And all weekend this had been happening because there were, I could tell like churchgoers in the crowd and the people, what happens is like the people who are fine with the bit are nervous because the people that they see near them are not fine with the bit and it poisons the vibe, mm. yeah. you know? So Which they might even be their friend that they brought or something Right. Too. It's totally yeah. like, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, I want to laugh, but like Ma and Pa are right over there and right. I don't want to, you know? And so this time it was their Ma and Pa were like right up front. And I was like, I can feel y'all getting like really uncomfortable. And this girl was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, so you're uncomfortable. Um, what's the deal? Let's talk about it. And she's like, no, just move on. And I was like, oh, can't move on because everybody knows you're upset. So we got to talk about it. And I just leaned in and I had this, what I felt like was a very respectful conversation with wow. her because to me, you know, my my jokes are evolving right now. And I want to, I don't want to alienate people who are like your listeners. You know what I mean? Wait, who, who do you think our listeners are? Well, if you're... Like you guys, like Ma and Pa. Pe- no, like you guys. <laughs> Pee-pee and poo Like cool people who are Christian or identify as people who, you know, maybe they're not like every Sunday, every Wednesday night people, but sure. like- But some people who still go to church. and Who whatever. still go to church yeah. and mm-hmm. celebrate your high holidays and, and have a good relationship with the church because it's not like, the thing is, I know Christians also because of AA, like there's, I know there's a ton of people out there who are like, yeah, we just like love Jesus and we don't want trans kids to kill themselves. Like we don't, we don't have, we don't partake, you know, <laughs> like, partake, yeah. and there's this very loud Christian minority who are 
kind of repping and not in a very favorable way right. this whole vast swath, right? And they're mostly white and they're super loud and often deranged. And like, I feel bad. Like I want, I'm like kind of trying to craft this bit around like, it must be fucked up for you guys who are like, Hey, what, what about if, if it's good to just maybe just the Bible sometimes. And then somebody's like, I want all trans kids to kill themselves. And you're like, (laughs) okay, but we're not the same. You know, it must be shitty. And so the woman's just like really pushing back, you know? And, and I was like, what's the deal? And she's like, I don't think it's cool to make fun of God. And I was like, oh, okay, totally. I get that. Um, but I did say at the beginning of this bit that I believe in God. Did I, did I not? And somebody in the back goes, yep, you did. <laughs> and I was like, all right, okay. But, you know, uh, but she's uncomfortable. So let's like, let's hear her out. Her opinion's valid. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, even though you didn't come here to see me, and I said, look, you know, I believe that your, your views are, are sacred to you. Like that's something that is for you to have. And it's not for me to say what you believe in, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes. And I was like, and you probably feel the same way about me, right? My views are sacred for me to have, you know? And she was like, mm-hmm. And I go, okay, well, that's great. Then we are simpatico, but the loud people on the TV, they're not saying that. They're not coming at me with the everybody can believe what they want type shit. They're coming at me with the, you know, the constitution's going down the, the 10 deadly, you know, the, whatever, the, uh, the 10 deadly sins, the 10 deadly commandments. commandments, Yeah. So deadly are going up. And if you don't like it, you get kicked out. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to conform to our beliefs. Otherwise you are literally a demon. And we're trying to legislate that, you know, that type of thing, which is not really, I feel like what you're saying you believe and she was like, okay, you know, and then I was like, an abortion. And then she just got up. <laughs> oh, and she left and everybody, it was fun. And I did a bit about how, what if she's a rep for Dillard's? And cause I had this whole thing about Dillard's and everybody loved it. And we had a great time. And then I had this thing where I was like, if anybody in this crowd at this moment, like I'm going to give you a go, a go. There's only 15 minutes left more of the show. If y'all want to go, it's totally, anybody here who feels like, say, a rape victim should have to carry their baby to term. <laughs> anybody here believe that? Now's your chance. You don't have to be here, you know? And it was very fun. And like, it, even though dark subject, it was very like, you know. Um, and then I found out she went outside and was talking to the waitstaff and said that she hopes I burn in hell. Whoa. Which to me is so, like, no chill, you know, like just like, <laughs> okay, wow. Well, <laughs> you oh my know, gosh. Like, it's like this to me is not representative of the Christians that I know and grew up with mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And the Christians that are my friends, it's not representative of that. You know, right. this is not a Christian philosophy. This is an alt-right conservative philosophy right. that like maybe parades under the banner of like, oh, and we go to, we go to church and therefore we're better than you type shit. Which is not really, that's not really faithful. That's not a faith that's not a that's not a spirituality. It's you know? to me it's like a similar thing when um like when they were protesting at the NFL and Connor Kaepernick was like protesting mm-hmm. and everyone said when you disrespect the flag you disrespect veterans and it's like why are those the same thing in the same way right. I feel like when people hear like making fun of extremist Christians or whatever they're like you're making fun of 
God. You yeah. know, like they really It's a real A to, to it's, an a to, it's an A to D. It's an A to D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like I and get so that any, you feel attacked. Any joke around that area mm-hmm. becomes like you're not only attacking God, you're attacking Jesus Christ, the baby version and the adult version yeah. and the one on the cross and yeah. me personally and my mom. You well, know, like that, it's, it's all the me personally. Personal. Yeah. It's the me personally because mm-hmm. what it is is I'm attacking she's feeling attacked because she knows she participates in extremist politics that are not something that the Bible told you to do. Right. And you, she deep down probably knows that. And they all, I think they all, if they have their wits about them, know that. And so they feel they have to be like, it's very, it's giving very like, um, protest too much, you know, like, well, I have to now say you're, you're against God because I have God on my side. And it's like, right. you don't. You don't have God on your side. Right. Not according to what I have God. Not according to my son, Sunday school lessons. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. you don't. Like, so you're sitting here trying to say that I'm making fun of God and the rest of the room is like, no, she's not. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The Lutherans are like, I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I guess I didn't dig in when you said they were insane. I didn't say, how so? <laughs> I guess that's how they were yeah. when you said your shows were well, insane. Well, that, but to me, what happened was like insane for me in a good way because I don't feel like I would have had the experience to, I wouldn't have had the experience of uh, elucidating my views and doing it in a fun way to this extent if I'd have sold tickets for a show that was only people to see me. Sure. Nobody would have heckled in that way. We wouldn't have had to get to the those deep topics. We wouldn't have had to conduct an entire like liberal arts class, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in in that way of if I'd have sold ticket, like, so for me, it was like, it went from demoralizing to a place where I felt like I proved to myself who I am as a comedian, because I've seen so many comics get to that point where somebody's like, nope, not a topic I will allow you to go into. And the comic has two choices. You can, you can back off or you can lean in. And I was like, to me, it's important in this day and age where we're at, especially physically in Austin, Texas, to say everywhere else that you are right now is a place where it's okay to be fascist, it's okay to be homophobic, it's okay to be misogynist and harmfully racist, and there's there's no consequences for it. And in this room for the next 45 minutes, there's gonna be consequences. I want y'all to feel that that's true here. And secondly, it's gonna be fun. like. I'm going to show you what it looks like to support uh, trans people. And it's so much more fun than not. I'm having so much fun supporting trans people. I'm having the time of my fucking life. It's so fun. Drag queens are so fucking fun. And they're not indoctrinating anybody. And it's great. And it's a fucking party. Start to finish. They just you know? need to meet whole Osteen and their minds and will be changed. Fucking, well, and we're working on it. Yeah. Do you think your your jokes have changed since that conversation with that woman? Not. Or do you plan on it, I guess? No. I mean, if anything, I've found that maybe, maybe. Cause for me, it's it's like it's you have to be specific with your wording when you touch on a topic that's gonna make somebody feel personally attacked, and sure. they will. You need to be specific and you need to be careful with your words, but you also can't back off. It's really important not to go like, let's not, um, it's almost irresponsible to, uh, to the sacredness of the subject matter to go in halfway. You have to be like very clear about, 
Um, this is what the joke is about. This is where the punchline is at. This is why we are all laughing together or not about this thing. Like, this is what's funny. That's all really important. And it's important for me to show that, like, I'm really comfortable talking about this so that other people don't feel like uh, if they agree or they don't agree, they don't feel like it's like, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's as a comedian, it's really important for people to feel like you're confident. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm chill. Mm -hmm. Anything that happens here, I don't care what you do. You know what I mean? Like you can throw a drink at me. It's going to be fine. Like we're going to have a party no matter what, you know, they have to know that. So it's in the writing where you establish the foundation of, of that being able to have that confidence. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not like I'm not just making fun of Christians because they're a punching bag or yeah. because that I think be people who are down, faithful are dumb you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah if I, I was like, hitting, say, a newsboy, you know? Hey. Um, no, no, I mean, like these people who are, you know, uh, deranged, we'll say, like these people who are saying insane things that honestly the vast majority of people don't agree with. I mean, I don't have statistics to back this up, but like everything I've read, it says that like by and large, the majority of people, even Christians don't care that much about the stuff that like, you know, it's like obviously people who are pro-life care deeply about abortion, but I have pro-life people in my family who do not espouse, you know, the, the viewpoints that a lot of these legislation legislators seem to espouse. So it, it's, um, it's about that. And yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't want, I never, like, it, it's, it's, it was interesting for me to be in a, in a crowd where it was like, okay, a lot of these people might either be Christian themselves or be, uh, in a, in a family that's predominantly Christian and don't want to make fun of that. And so it's important always, but it's important for me to like, not, I'm not making fun of that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there to, because to me, there's nothing there to make fun of. And, it, I mean? and it feels like what you're describing there's too. nothing fun. Like, it's not fun. Yeah. There's a, there's inherent challenge that you're describing and yeah. like the dimensions of it and what it means to do a show like that where it is a sort of explicit confrontation. But then there's a, there's another angle to it as well where, and if this feels like a theme that comes up a lot with everybody that we talk to in the sense of their, unpacking or deconstruction or they're leaving or they're rebuilding or whatever is the sense of permission that is inherent with that as well, where it's just a a permission that people may or may not feel the permission kind of becomes the confrontation in a way where it's like, Oh, you don't have to believe exactly this or like your performance of faith or your expression of faith may not be something that was given permission to in a previous context or in your, you know, anecdotal day-to-day life and to see a kind of uh, loud and flamboyant act of like defiant permission, which is not to say like, you guys are stupid, F you, but in the sense of this is actually a viable, tenable way of living life, whether it's in your standup yeah. or or what other people do in, yes. in whatever their work is, where it's like, oh, you could actually do this and you would be fine. I feel like that that's the the core quality that feels yeah, most healing right. to people i think yes. because it is like oh if i leave the church then i won't be friends w- with the people that i love or care about well what if your friends left the church with you and you found yeah. permission in a different way or yeah. oh if i do this then my family is going to sort yeah. of be tense or excommunicate yeah. well maybe but then also there's this there's this other path that you could find as well where you yes. can still love your family and be in relationship with them yeah. at the same time so i feel like 
I feel like uh, sort of moments like that, and 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 whether like th- there's that person who said that they hope that you would burn in hell, but then there's other people that you you don't understand and and you may not know whether or not where it's like oh you might have you might have given them explicit permission you might nudge them a little bit on the spectrum yeah. with something like that and yeah. and and help push them into whatever it actually is that's going to be sustainable for them and life giving for them. I like, like to think of it as like food for thought like you know, body of Christ for thought. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's actually, hang on. Could you keep my savior's name? Oh, sorry. Out of your fucking mouth. I love, just a big bitch slap. Keep my savior's, savior's name, name out your mouth. So yeah. One year later. So funny. So you, so other people who you've heard talk about this on this, on this show, like that have this kind of, can you, reiterate what you said again because I didn't quite understand the first part it was so um too smart for me <laughs> oh the tv turned on oh, yeah Kevin's tv is too big can you put on something interesting well, while I talk to you something to watch now. yeah <laughs> so man great news is so good <laughs> anyone who hasn't seen great news there's a two season oh sick. Tina Fey show starring Andrea Martin oh that's amazing so I'm gonna funny. watch it while I drive to my next thing you should I love watching while driving <laughs> so what the question you're asking before like what what do you mean people what, I relate what people say to what you said like what what are people actually experiencing who what do they need a permission or they they're giving permission I think so well I mean there's people who are in creative arts and in adjacent yeah. roles like you where they're like communicators and and then yes. with a lot of their work one of the MOs and, and things with it is that you want to give people you want to hold space for people, but you actually do want to give people like a little bit of room of like you you were t- you were told a one size fits all aesthetic. You were told an ethos of whether it's faith or literally the Bible as we understand it, where it's like there's one way and like the path is narrow and you have yeah. to walk through a fucking needle yeah. camel through a needle's eye, etc. Right to get to what it is of objective truth yeah. in Christ, and you were told that to to uh, such a degree that the rigidity was actually like, you know, all the stuff we know and understand, where it was like, it was a form of control. It was, uh, you know, right. pa- patriarchal kind of groups right. understand that coming right. to the conclusion of like, we found out that the objective truth of this right. is this. Yeah. And that there's there's something very healing. And, and I'll, I'll relate to my own experience where it's like, just meeting and understanding, li- literally even the most basic 101 shit, of, oh, this person contains more virtue and quality of character than the people I was told to aspire to. Why is that? And that is permission for a life of virtue in a context that may not be church at all, that may have nothing to do with Christ, that may have nothing to do with like deity or community. So that is, that is. And I, to me that like, that doesn't necessarily warrant um leaving a church it, that kind of perspective like to me it's like th- my experience of spirituality and my relationship with god or a higher power has proven to be incredibly freeing mm-hmm. and very liberating and maybe the most liberating thing i've ever experienced in my life so to me the more spiritual i i have become and the more of a relationship with god i have the more f- free and 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 open I feel, and I don't, and so I don't feel like, um, 
like, yeah. So it does feel like a lot of people get trapped in an idea that is incredibly constricting, but like also, also like what you said about finding people in, like I've found people, let me try, try to figure out how to say this. Like I, I found the most vir- like quote unquote virtuous people I, I know have, um, I do have a relationship with God because of the program for the VA, you mm-hmm. know, and at the same time, a really important tenant of the spiritual experience in Alcoholics Anonymous is developing a relationship with a, a higher power of your understanding. And often they don't even say God. And the reason they don't say God for new people a lot of the time is because people have a really damaging relationship with the church. But what it's meant is that people can find their way back to the church sometimes, you know, like that Mm. to me is really beautiful and something that is like, that's when I say, when I said to that woman, like these things are sacred to you. Like, that's how I understand them. I'm not being, I'm not talking out of my ass. Like Mm -hmm. these are sacred. Like I believe this is to your relationship with God is sacred to you. And it was so funny to have that be like a weird, like mic drop moment. Cause it really was in the moment, but it's like, Oh, that's so crazy. Cause like to be able to say something like that to somebody who's really feeling threatened and have it be this like fuck off moment. It's like, well, why, why are you then lady? Why does that make you so offended? You know? Cause she got, obviously we found out later way more heated by, by the conversation mm-hmm. than she did just by my jokes. And I don't believe that comedy should be this constant, like, you know, rally about our beliefs. Like that's the other thing I was like, Oh, but I don't want to constantly, I want to, it needs to be fun and it needs to be funny and there needs to be punchlines. But at the same time, I, I need to be able to talk about this stuff in a way, like in the moment, you know? Right. Well, and, and I think to, to reflect on what that, woman may have gone through internally. Uh, The way I'm thinking about permission too is for people with the rigidity of evangelical culture and and, in that flavor of the Christian church. Yeah. And then it's like... The very bland flavor. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like very deep, um, uh, like relationship with patriotism and supremacy of perhaps white people in some ways in this country. And so when when there is someone with a kind of clarion call of... Oh, I'm not saying God doesn't exist. I'm not saying God is not sacred. I'm saying your version of God is actually pretty small compared to what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's always such a yeah, um, yeah, uh, 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 like a. <laughs> it's almost traumatizing, but in the yeah. sense of like how how a person receives that and absorbs that can be like, well, wait, I can't keep pulling on this it was, thread. It's even like your version of God, I didn't even need to talk about her version of God. I'm like, your version of God can be as big or as small as you want it to be. My version of God though has this, mm-hmm. these, you know, like my version of God is kind of this and, but whatever you believe is fine. Sort of just like very undermining kind of this thing. Where right. Like that's cool for you. Uh, but what if everything was allowed? I, yeah. I don't right. Know. <laughs> but, e- but even the duality of like, yeah. there could be multiple versions yeah. is, that's what that is. Where yeah. it's like, well, no, that's not. I yeah. I know the. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't have the answers to the test. I have the answers to it's the test. It's sort of I like I was test. like, you believe that I, you believe. 
I believe that your beliefs are sacred. Do you believe that my beliefs are sacred and that I can believe what I want? And she had to say it in the moment because she's in a room full of people. The real answer is but no. the real answer is fucking no. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely then she went not. outside. She's like, you know. Well, like, and also the real answer of yours in some ways is also no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and I I come across that believe, too as well. If your like, belief means harm coming to people that I don't respect. It, yeah. Nor should I. Yeah. You know. It's totally, it's totally true. And I think yeah. actually my jokes, like to answer your question from before, have changed not since that, but this podcast and this conversation. Like, I feel like this has given me so much more of a breadth of understanding of what this material is and could be. And, you know, if, wow. yeah, like I feel like there's been this. We're yeah. going to get additional material by it's, credits, it Caroline. Be, it might be credits for Caroline. Wow. Not, okay. not credits for Caroline. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going like, to now join the picket line because I like haven't curtains. been there, but now I will be making a sign. Yeah. Uh, I want my fair pay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're going to call <laughs> you Kara Sign. Finally. Like, so you're like, please, a reason to join the picket. I've always Every, been here. It's a, it's a, <laughs> can we talk about the pickets? It's a who's who. Oh, it's... My well, Instagram is like, we okay. Have, we have to off... Offline that conversation because <laughs> there's that too much to it's say. Too much to unpack about the 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 vibe of like Paramount versus Disney versus oh, Universal. So we we cannot get into it. We now. at GCF support unions always. We support unions. We don't support David Zaslav. We do support no. the BU students that yes. made him stop his speech in that's a way right. that was pretty funny. So. That's cool. We don't know yet. We haven't talked if we support Max not or not. Sure, yeah, not sure. the rebrand. Right. Drop the HBO cleaner. I'm not positive that I do support that or not. More info is it's coming in. Members yeah. against at the rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> but Alice, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's so really fascinating. Weekend. I was story. like, this is perfect for GCF. Yeah. It is perfect. Thank that's you. why I made it all up. Thanks. Oh, well. Wait, what the? Okay. Well, you know what? we had fun along the way. Yeah, okay. it doesn't matter. I'm actually on meth right it now. It felt true. <laughs> Not in oh, recovery. No. So. Well, and on that note, let's keep riding that wave. Let's take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. Yeehaw! This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing Accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get 
to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm -hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by See The Thing Is, another podcast. We want to tell you about a podcast we think you're going to love. It's called See The Thing Is, and it's hosted by Grammy Award-winning R&B artist Bridget Kelly and media personality Mandy B. Every week, Bridget Kelly and Mandy B offer grown, honest, and slightly toxic perspectives on all things music, pop culture, and of course, dating and relationships, everyone's favorite topics. Do you have a hard time finding new music? Are you a millennial who misses what life was like in the 2000s? Are you interested in multiple perspectives on relationships and dating? Are you interested in a podcast that holds all genders to account? See, the thing is, is a podcast that allows space for a wide range of thoughts and emotion. Most recently, the ladies have sat down with Ari Lennox, Van Lathan, and D. Ray McKesson. Join Bridget and Mandy every week as they update you on everything going on in the world with their polarizing hot takes. Subscribe to See The Thing Is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition for The Hunt for the Worst Christian Song. Wait, where the fuck is it? <laughs> Where oh hunting hunting I'm hun oh I'm I'm hunting Literal hunt. the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time the worst well, the very worst yikey yikes hunt for the worst Christian song of all time it's Christian season it's Christian season <laughs> atheist season fire <laughs> <laughs> so Daffy is canonically an atheist that. Yeah, well, or Bugs no. is an atheist. I feel like Bugs is Bugs an atheist is a and Daffy's a... Damn. Bugs is a nihilist, yeah. And yeah. Daffy's like a little libertarian, maybe? Yeah. D Daffy goes to church like on Christmas and Easter. <laughs> Otherwise, he's just angry and he's like pulling weeds from his yard. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other one. Okay. Got to gotta check it out more. I'm for the worst, worst question song of all time. Squeeze time. Like this one. <laughs> Jeez Louise, what if I talk like this for the whole rest of the episode? It's I'm a Christian edition. It's two songs boldly, loudly proclaiming their I faith. I am. Much like that woman in the front row. Dude, I, I, I was thinking so much about that when I was listening to these. I was like, yeah, because you have to say it. Like, mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to. It's giving. I'm not ashamed is giving ashamed. She is being persecuted. Yeah, and it's so you like, have to dog, declare. Nobody's mad at you. No one's gonna make Peter's We're mistake again. We're not mad again. about the Christian part. We're mad about the music. Part. Wait, can I can I bring up something that's maybe one of the more common ways we probably see or confront this in our day to day lives? You know, there's a lot uh, made on the right wing about like, oh, people who put pronouns in their bio, etc. People, you know, kind of uh, blast that. How do you feel about people that put Jesus? Christ, Christian, Christ follower, any variation of that in their bio on social media. As long as they could put his pronouns in there, I don't care. 
So, wait, put Jesus' pronouns in the Bible. Follow Jesus, yeah, and they him. capitalize he, him. <laughs> I capitalize. His pronouns are he is risen. His pronouns are he. His pronouns are I am. Um, I don't mind that as long as they're um, hitting that follow button on my Instagram. Oh, girl, you got these. You got to get these numbers. I love it. I love it. Caroline's Somebody a little slut for Hester's followers. Her bottom line. <laughs> Whatever juices the metrics, Caroline will take it. How about Pastor Bot? Girl. Pastor Bot. There's no the chat. test. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Pastor Bot is welcome, <laughs> as well as my beautiful Russian ladies from the, the north. You I know. am yeah. very real. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I am not fake. I've been having a DM. This is weird that you guys are talking about Russian bots, but I haven't, I've been having a DM conversation with a real Russian woman in my DMs and like, it's getting and she pretty. She says I'm really hot. She, she thinks I'm really hot. She always wants to talk and ask what I'm doing. And it's a little broken English, but I think that's just Is a language she barrier in thing. Russia? That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, baby. And she's asking for all sorts of like, she wants Promises to know me. Marriage. Well, no, she's asking she for like. your time. She wants my time. She wants my energy. She wants like routing number and account oh, oh, number. Honey. No, no, no. Yeah. In that's a way not that I'm like. For your bank? But no woman's ever asked me that. Yeah. For my bank. And so of you're kind of like realizing the what time is, to get to know you're kinda, you. That's a thing. You're like looking out the window on a, on a rainy day going, what is my routing number? <laughs> huh. Yeah, I've never thought about that until Do I have an Ivanka <laughs> asked me. Hmm. <laughs> Ivanka. Gracious. Beautiful Ivanka. So we're talking about two songs. One by Phillips, Craig, and Dean. And one by a band called The Newsboys. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, Alice, you don't listen to Christian music in your day-to-day life. No, had to, had to quit cold turkey. You had to quit? <laughs> Wait, was there a time? Yeah, there was never a time. Oh, when you, when you uh, went sober as well as like six or seven years <laughs> ago. Yeah, I was addicted ago. to Christian music. Yeah. It's addictively good. It is. So... I'm going to make it a dealer's choice as far as which of these songs that we play first. Okay. There's a song by Newsboys. There's a song by Phillips, Craig, and Dean. What else do we call them? Phillips, Craig, and Peen. Peen. Yeah. Nice. How about we have something else for Phillips and Craig? Fill up, head, and Peen. <laughs> Phillips, head. I like it. I feel like Dean is always getting left behind. Yeah. It's like Phillips and Craig are here, and Dean's like in the background, like, and Dean. And Dean. <laughs> and real ones know I'm, Dean you have to ride in the flatbed I'm oh team Dean Alice is famously team Craig <laughs> and Caroline's actually team Phillips which the I found deaning. very surprising <laughs> yeah the deaning of this Phil music hips, Phil hips. Caroline what do we play first I'm not ashamed or yeah okay uh, I'm gonna try to hit the goalpost for this do you know this term Alice this is the DJ radio patter over a song before the actual lyrics start you try to see if you can time it as perfectly as possible. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll do it for this one. You try to do it for the next one, though, okay? All right. So I'll do it for this. This is a song from 1992 by our band, The Newsboys. This is a song written by Blue Steve Boys. Taylor, Splooge Boys, Peter Furler, and Steve Taylor. This is a song called I'm Not Ashamed. Coming at you at the top of the hour, this is uh, your favorite Newsboys. They're bringing the good news to your doorstep. On the paper, the Old Testament, and the New. And that's printed in beautiful black ink and a little bit of red. For our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there's their number one hit single, I'm Not Ashamed. I love this. You can do karaoke on Spotify. Oh, nice. What are we sneaking around for? 
sneaking around. Who are we trying to please? Who are we trying to please? Who are we trying to please? Who are we One more, one more, one more verse. Favorite line in this whole song. Perfect. It's okay. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed by Newsboys. Co-written by Steve Taylor and Peter Furler. Peter Furler, the Baldy man, who Baldy. Uh, That's right. Used to be the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Cousins with Sia, the recording artist oh. Sia. Wait, I thought the long-haired guy was cousins. Bill Joel? With Sia. No. Different. That's amazing. No, it's it's the furler. Best guy. song use of the word market the research. Market research I've oh, ever yeah. heard. People are too scared to use that phrase in their. But they're songs. not ashamed. They're not ashamed. But they aren't. That's right. Steve Taylor. We've also talked about on the show. We had Scott Ackerman on to talk about one of his albums, and he also has worked with our friend James Austin Johnson, who was on the podcast a while back. Yes. So we have multiple connections to SNL. Sia famously was a musical guest when the real Donald Trump was the host of it. Oh, that's true. And I always remember because he went, thanks to Sia. Oh, <laughs> my the, like, God. closing thing. She like, has to hear that echo in her mind. Every thanks night to Sia. she goes to sleep. Wow, that's she right. really does. Damn it. Yeah, and Steve, Steve Taylor was uh, known for these semi-irreverent lyrics like market research, etc. at all. This is a very dancey, dancey dance track in the club, 1992 style. Mm. Something perhaps you could bump to. What club? But what'd you grind to? Uh, the youth group club. Okay. The nah, first Episcopal club? club? I don't, it's it, it's like that very 90s harps, like harpsichord. It's just a very 90s sound. Mm-hmm. Very late 90s, early aughts sound. I don't, yeah, Y2K, going at it, very um, at 98 it. degrees, sort of. And it's repetitive. That's my, my, main, my main critique. Your takeaway? It's incredibly repetitive. This song is 31 years old, and isn't it interesting to think? And it feels like think, it's 31 minutes long. So. Okay. It's... Shocking to think this song is older than some of our listeners, Caroline. Mm, some of our Gen Z listeners, not much, much older than me too. <laughs> See, and that is what our voice sounds like because it's been so long. I'm not ashamed to let you know. I want this light in me to show. I'm not ashamed to speak the name of Jesus Christ. And it gets into it. What are we sneaking around for? Who are what we are trying we to please? I I liked this. I was thinking about this picture that they're painting. You know, what are we sneaking around for? Who are we trying to please? Shrugging off sin, so someone's offering them drugs. They're saying, mm-hmm, "I don't, th- I don't think sure. so." Apologizing, like we're spreading some kind of disease. So someone's proffering them cocaine. They're going, uh, "I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm not saying yes. <laughs> I. Oh, Christian. That just I'm what Christian. a story. You know. <laughs> to me, that really, really is like I don't know if that's a really 
<laughs> the, the, and no one wants to be that guy. I know. <laughs> that guy's disgusting. Yeah, he's well, six. No one wants to be the guy who's at the party like, no, I won't have cocaine. I'm Christian. It's like, no, you're, it doesn't matter what your reasoning is. Like, it's just rude at a party. You're just being rude <laughs> you're just at a party hospitality. now. hospitality. If somebody's offering you sweet, you sweet Colombian gold, you're like, ah, uh, no, I'm sorry. It's a, that's a normal reaction. Exactly. To someone offering you a party <laughs> drug. It's okay to be like, sorry. No, that's actually weak sauce. Oh, okay. All right. And you need to step up <laughs> to right. the plate. It also cracks me up because as this was playing, I was thinking back, you know, oh, when I was a Christian and I felt like, oh, there's going to be so many times I'm going to be called to like be defensive, mm-hmm. you know, about being a Christian and like people are going like, to come at me for it. Mm-hmm. And then I would, and then I would, I would feel ashamed if I wasn't like <laughs> dominant, assertive about like my faith or whatever oh, totally. on my club volleyball team with right. a bunch of like mean eighth grade girls, you know, <laughs> who do not care. Um, but like the other thing I was thinking about is like, this is not a unique experience to Christians either. Like I'm sure people of many faiths, even the big ones are like, yeah, I don't lead with the fact, you know, that like, Hey, I'm Muslim, you know, because people have associations with any of these religions. So like, it's not unique for Christians to be like a little shy about it. Yeah. But we, we center ourselves in everything. And you should be a little shy. Everyone (laughs) should be a little bit shyer. I think about everything. It's sort of, yeah. It's also like, it's painting the picture of a world in which you have to be ashamed for this. And it's like, you, like your eighth grade girls, like, like people don't care. Like do no one care. is like, <gasps> no one. Right. Like most, most people have enough manners aren't to like not do that. Both. Yeah. Especially if they're getting to know you as a human being of <laughs> other personality traits besides your faith. Right. Like, yeah. do you imagine? <laughs> they're like, oh. <laughs> You're Christian, but that doesn't track with all the other things. Like, you know, I had this experience like over and over in college because I was in a sorority, but I was dedicated to being sober and being like very Christian, being mm-hmm. a light. And I was such a light. Oh, I bet. Oh, God. I bet. Was Huge, light. A light. Huge light. Huge um, light. <laughs> and now we've dimmed that light perhaps for <laughs> seven light consecutive years of podcasting. Oh, it flies. <laughs> but like they, it would happen and I, it was like the moment I'd prepared for it and someone would very kindly offer me a, a solo cup of some gorgeous beverage and I'd be like, no, thank you. And I wouldn't say why. And then they'd be like, oh, why not? Are you not drinking? Like, do you have something going on? And I was like, oh, I just don't really drink. And then they would like be like, why? And then I would eventually maybe get to the point where I was like, well, I, I'm a Christian. I don't want to do that. And they'd be like, oh, good for you. Yeah. And that was it. That was like the end of the discussion. It was fine. But, but you, There's but, nothing to be ashamed of or a big deal at all. Often they were like, it was like as if I said, I go to the gym six times a day. They're yeah, like, yeah. nice. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. That makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. But, but Caroline, you are speaking to the context of the 2010s. In 1992, there was blood in the streets. In the there streets. was yeah, war yeah. constantly. I forgot about the, yeah. the riots. Wars. The yeah. Solo Cup the riots. <laughs> well, and the funny thing too, a, l- a little, the Solo Cup riots, the... Um, the context with this band too is that they're primarily Australian. Steve Taylor is an American songwriter, but it is like an Australian's understanding of it. And Australia has like a lot of there's. A I lot thought of global most Australians' religion was the seal of a screen. I thought most Australians believed in the sanctity of the the theater. The theater. <laughs> <I see. laughs> when images come to life on a heroes, screen, heroes, the best heroes. Of us. That's their prayer. That's their like kind of Apostles' Creed. 
that is the national religion. There's a small pocket, you know, a little pocket of persecuted Christians. So persecuted it's a lot of heavily. And and you're right, Carolina, that it is hitting on. <laughs> it, it is the ultimate um, uh, answer to a question no one's asking. Yeah, of a song. it's very much no one. It's like it's like no one colon this song. And on that note, maybe it's time to transition to our second song, which is simply called... Okay, I'm going to try. Christian. Christian. I know. I had a hard time searching this song Christian. on Apple Music. Like, not, not good Christian. SEO. Christian. <laughs> Alice. Song? Oh, no. <laughs> All right, I'm going to talk about it. But no. she's not ashamed. Alice, you want to try to... I'm going to try so hard. I, try? I only listened once, so this is going to be amazing That's if kind I of make the thrill it. That's of it. I guess so. All right, I hit my tooth on this microphone, so I'm not feeling so great, but you're about to be feeling great when you hear Christian from the band Trust. Uh, Meg Chaz Dean and Chaz Dean, that's who it is. So here you go. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> Chaz Dean and Chaz Dean. Dean and Dean. <laughs> Chaz Dean, James Dean, and Howard Dean finally got the band back together. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) That's not true. Trying to get to this this bridge right here. There it is. Oh, wait, one more. One more time. Yeah, we know. We know. They're we know. underlining it. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. It feels like section. more people are joining them yes, in the studio. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Right. Here we go. They got Michael McDonald. Okay, 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 okay. I'll say it. Can I say it? Can I be the one to say it in the room? She's feeling the spirit. A straight up bop. Yeah, 100%. It slaps, dude. This song fucking slaps. And honestly, it's doing all the things right that the other song isn't doing. It's Go doing off. everything right. Go First off. of all, the, I love the Walking in Memphis Mark Cohn vibes. Uh-huh. Very 
I also love the genre bending. It starts out and it's like, what is this jazzy piano doing in a country song? Oh, it's a gospel song? Am I listening to pop music today? It's just, it, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and then it also has, like what you said, the vibe of like people, I love a song. It's like people just, you could just see people joining. Like in the share, if you believe in life after love video, uh -huh. where people start joining her like parade through yeah, New York City exactly. after 9-11. People drop their groceries and well, jump she was in. after 9-11? Yes. Her music video was like a post, I think she like, made the song and then was like, now it's about 9-11. I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe No, it came out Honestly, prior to 9-11. smart for her. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Because I realized now where I was on earth when that song came I, out. Yeah, I was like, I feel like it was really was old. <laughs> <laughs> but now, but Sorry. It, it came out in 1998. Like my my mind made it be. It came out a, three years prior. My mind made the video be about 9-11. Here's the thing is that it is a prophetic song about 9-11. Yeah. It's and that's Cher. She has that mind. She has that power. She knew something was coming. <laughs> she has that Do power. Do you believe in life after 9-11? <laughs> Let me give you hope. Do you believe in life? <laughs> Do, believe? Do you believe in 9 after 11? <laughs> wow. That's what you can listen really closely. That's what she was. <laughs> you play it backwards. It does say People thought it was life after 11. You believe in life after after 11. It's like, that's what she was saying. I'm pretty clear about that. Is that amazing? Anyway, I love the feeling of everybody starting to like, they're like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's Go. join this song. And honestly, a little part of me, the part of me who was like, you know what, irony? Take a back seat. The part of me was like, let's, I'm proud. Like I'm fucking, I'm down. <laughs> Whoa. Like I was like, yeah, this song wouldn't, if I'm a, if I'm a super cheesy Christian who listens to Mark Cohn, who like wears the absolute <laughs> most pastels, you know what I mean? And that's my vibe. Like I'm on the golf course, man. I listen to this <laughs> shit in the shower. Done. Okay then. And the I deal fucking, is sealed. And I think that's awesome. Like I, I want people to be pumped. And These guys always cool. deliver like this too. Like honestly, they, they've got me, they could have me like goose step in, in yeah. the street honestly and you're not cheesy you have like hyped. you're not a cheesy person you have like an absolute you know you're not it's like debatable that kind of but thank you but yeah even still i was like yeah i would go for it <laughs> very well developed i'm wearing but a wolf we've shirt. dimmed your light yeah but it's not <laughs> cheesy your light covered in yeah. it's not cheesy but anyway yeah this that's the power of Chaz, Chaz, and Dean. It's Chaz, Howard, and James. <laughs> Dean. Chaz, Dean. Um, the thing that also is crazy is like, it's so good. It makes me forget that they really go hard at people that are not believing in God. They're okay. saying basically Ooh, they're but I'm dead at least inside. already there <laughs> for the show. Right, right. And I was like, that like, was a bop. And then you're like, fine. well, you're uh, fucking going to hell. You're, and I'm you're like, going to hell. You song don't much. know how to love. You're confused. You don't even know that you're confused. But then they get you back on because they're like, no racists can come to come to the parade. So that's everybody is coming. So that's like yeah. that. It's like, it's, uh, it's like, oh, that's like the meme of a girl dancing to super misogynistic um, rap lyrics. Mm -hmm. You know, where you're like, well, like, well it's not talking about me. It's <laughs> okay. Now surveys say the planet's got their spiritual blues. What do we define as spiritual blues? What is that? I mean, it could be anything from the. I got nothing. Everything that was going on pre 9 11. It was right. spiritual blues. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that was like a little tough. I think the 9 11 the country. terrorists had a case of spiritual blues. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Caroline? 
Because we can print that right away. That was the song they were singing as they flew into the North Tower. <laughs> I, I, I no, try not to attack, you, you know, the name. 9-11 terrorists, but I think they were a little down in the dumps. That would be odd if you that found out, if you found out, <laughs> like, blue. after a horrific terrorist attack like that. And the terrorists were listening to Phillips, <laughs> Craig, and Dean. <laughs> and the, that would just mess you up. It was like, I mean, I would, I would be in the PR office of that, like, Okay. okay, this is what we play for. Guys, this is a whammy. This is the absolute ultimate challenge. <laughs> Some, you're trying to get on the playlist? All, no, that's like, to me, that's like, okay. that happens and you're like, all right, this is the biggest, you do the rousing speech at the yeah, PR firm at that moment. the greatest like, crisis I need all life. hands on deck yeah. because today's a day that we're going to look back on and we're going to know the choices we made. <laughs> Chaz and Howard are not going down with those towers. <laughs> and it's like, and Dean. And Dean. And also Dean. And that's we're right. <laughs> There is a third one. There is a... And there was a third plane. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wait a minute. <laughs> so one of the planes was Phillips. One of the planes was Craig. And one the of the one that hit the Dean. Pentagon was Dean. Yeah. He got off course. Yeah. He couldn't even... He couldn't even... Dean, the deal. come on. Dean. <laughs> Sorry. No, he's half-assing it. Oh, man. Oh, my God. There was almost <laughs> some subversive preaching against racism from within the church. Mm-hmm. In this song, some oh. talk about religion, some some preach about sin, some assume denominations are the way to get in. Don't think your brother has to have the same skin. So that feels like I love how they hate racism. They, they hate, hate it. it. They, they hate do. It. Well, this is they, kind of the they corner. know it hurts their numbers. Mm-hmm. The racism hurts their numbers. True, they're trying to do numbers. More, you can hear fans. them trying to transition, you know, out <laughs> of white Christian music into like a more diverse. Like we're trying to form. They look at their crowds and they're like, their fifth album is Afro Cuban. They look at their crowds. They're like, we're sick of having to wear sunglasses because our crowds are so white. (laughs) (laughs) They want to just diversify. They're like, come on, we can just all together. They're business. I I I mean that to me is I like it. Whatever I like it. They're unironically like it. Yeah, I'm on board. What's not to like? I can tell because this is my second listen, and the first listen I was like, all right, I got to turn this off. But this time I was like, I got to turn it. Back I, on. I gotta turn it up. I gotta turn it up. DJ, turn it up. Turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about the headphones that I think changes the, Maybe. the song. Maybe sometimes. that's it. Because I've had that experience a lot of times. I might with this listen. show or just oh, in yeah. life. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I might listen on the treadmill. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna yeah. see what happens. I'm like, I hope I never have to hear this song again. And then Kevin pops it into these headphones, and now I'm grooving. I'm yeah. doing my couch dance. I, ju- I juice the headphones with a certain <laughs> serum the in the right and left <laughs> can. Yeah. Wait, no drugs be- for me, sir. Please. Why? I'm a Christian. What? You should be ashamed. I am ashamed. Oh no. Wait. I am. Hold on. Play that song. <laughs> there you go, girl. I'm so proud. I'm praying. <laughs> I love it. I want to hear the remix with. Yeah. Um, I want to hear the Cardi B lyric. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud. And I'm proud. Certified freak. So proud to be a Christian. I was like, I can't even do. <laughs> yeah. Do we all want to take a crack at a Cardi Doing B a Cardi impression? B. I have quick? a hard out. A rap. <laughs> yeah, I also Ew, have to go. Your pants. <laughs> I recommend this album. This is from an album called Trust, which of course has. Trust. Wait, I have to play it every time we talk about them, um, Caroline. Yeah. But it has Hit this it. song on it, a song called You Don't Have the Right, which oh, is an extended oh, Alice, metaphor. Wait till you hear this one. You thought that was good? <laughs> this might be my baseball walk-up song. You don't have the right to remain silent <laughs> if you've been arrested by God's grace. You gotta take the stand to tell 
right. You don't have the right. And you can listen to that on the drive home. It's so good. I get so hyped. From that song? I know, man. Any any excuse we have to to bring it up on the show. They've got we didn't even talk about how tight their harmonies are. They're so tight. They're one voice. I didn't put it together like Alice did that it's a little Michael McDonald energy. Three McDonald's. Had a charm. Can you dream? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. There's uh, this song uh, that I want to play for you guys. That what's I, it called? I truly believe that you'll appreciate. I tr- I play this song for a lot of people, and a lot of people kind of just don't. But I feel like the vibe of this show has been so mm. chill. Let me try to find it because I can never remember. We'll corn it up. What the name is called? The name of the song or the artist. Let me think of some of the lyrics. So um, we don't have the name. We don't have the artist. I don't have the artist, and I don't have any of the lyrics. Okay. And it is on. It is on Spotify. So mm. we'll just cut. Well, this let's out. just go through Spotify real quick and just browse. Just play every song. <laughs> we'll f- play every song until we find it. <laughs> she's got it. Give her a second. It's going to come to her. She's done this before. Well, she's the one with the heart on in 10 minutes. I know. Yeah. So, uh... Maybe the heart on uh, is when she plays the song. Oh. Okay, I got That's it. what that Nine. means. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I told you. She's going to get it. Are we finding it? Are you I texting love- someone to figure out what I the could. song is? I, I want you to know that I could. Okay. I'm going to take this moment to yeah, let's play give our... the Starbucks summer adventure game. What? Wait, is everyone just playing a game on their phone? Wait, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> You're kind of slacking off. <laughs> um. Well, I guess I'll give my closing Martin? thoughts. Here we go. Okay. N-O-A-K-E-S. Mm-hmm. Okay, 9-11, Building 7. That's right. And okay. I want you guys to listen to this. And if you aren't moved... There's a million reasons why I don't believe it. <laughs> There's a million reasons why it can't be true. Open fire, cup melt steel. It's not hot enough. A million. Wait, just wait. Okay, okay, okay. No, okay. we're hot enough to bring it down. <laughs> and you didn't remember any of the lyrics to this yeah, song? I Alice? find that Every- shocking. <laughs> it's, it bl- I played it for like the pe- the group, the like actors on Resident Alien, and nobody, people were like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, ooh. But also, <laughs> but, what wow. the fuck? And also, Journey. It's a, sure. it's fucking, it's, 
slap so hard it's when that drum kicks lush. In? Wait, so <laughs> I just, I just, hang on. I just need to, and and we have to wrap it up because you're hard on. Million questions. But th- this gentleman, <laughs> this art, this artist, other top stream songs on Spotify are 911 Building Seven, which we were just listening to, The Trial of Tony Blair. I don't believe that man went to the moon, and 911 Building Seven, so out there mix. It's is only this, cons- it's a conspiracy theorist who writes these weird. Are we journey sure it's songs. not a satir? A sat- it's not. satirist. This guy I've totally before. I know, I know, but I don't think so. You my think friend so? Tyler found it. I got to give a oh shout my out God. to Tyler. Third base for the natural. The computer lies. Everything is okay. Parentheses. Don't take the swine flu jab. All right, all right, all right. We gotta <laughs> <laughs> we gotta wrap it up. Which wow. is which is the worst Christian song of all time between these two? Between Christian and I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed easily. Yeah. I think we can. The Splooge boys didn't it's, do it this no, one. They phoned, themselves. They phoned that shit in. <laughs> they phoned it in. They were sleeping through they this one. They phoned it in. It feels written by AI. Mm. Wow. And that is the worst exactly. thing you can say. You, they didn't get a single Swedish person involved they, in that beat. <laughs> they couldn't make a long distance call once Hello. to get help from Lars. <laughs> Hello, I agree. Lars. I agree. It was sort of a fool's errand to go against Chaz Dean and yeah, Chaz his squad. Dean and his, Chaz and his brothers. Absolutely. <laughs> You're never going to beat them. So <laughs> we're saying, I'm not ashamed. You are the worst Christian song of all time for this week. You are the champion. I made you a champion. Damn. Fantastic. Damn. All right. And with that, now, Alice, we're going to take it down. A little bit. All right. Bring it to a different kind of space, a more solemn space, a more worshipful space. We are going to, you know, dim the lights in oh here. Oh, my God. We really did dim Light them. the candles. And on other shows, you may promote oh God, yourself. so many candles. Or your own projects. But I can't breathe. <laughs> we're not here to do that. We're here to lift those things up to the Lord. Okay. Including something you're enjoying okay. in the secular culture. The last great thing you watched, that you saw, that you read, that you listened to. And we'll start with Caroline. I am not ashamed over at Caroline's Farts, where you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, even TikTok on occasion. She posts. She posts. Um, I started listening to Julia Louis-Dreyfus's new podcast. It's called Wiser Than Me. Mm-hmm. And she only interviews um, older women, like 70 plus, but famous women. Oh, amazing. And it's I actually... Got a heart out. <laughs> It's really good. And she's a great interviewer. And she interviews the person. And then the, at the end of the episode, she always calls her mom to talk about it with her. And anyway, it's introduced oh. me to a lot of women I didn't know about who are famous in their own right. And I just really liked it. So I'd, I'd recommend giving them a listen. Why is it to me? The, the notorious JLD. Yeah. Who <laughs> I love. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? Can't get enough of her. We turn to, to Alice. Generational wealth. You're still Alice. FYI. A leg up, but a leg. I, I'm not mad about it. A leg up, but a leg that I love to look at and lick. Man. My name is Alice Wetterland, which is my first and last name. What? And you can <laughs> find me on all the platforms that way. You can go TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Meditech. I mean, not Meditech, uh, Mastodon. Blue Sky. And I'm not on Blue Sky. And um, Letterboxd. I, and mostly fans are. are most of fans is found on Patreon slash Alice Wetterland. So you can go there and you can subscribe to my podcast as well as Treks in the City. You can subscribe to both there. Also, I listened to the audiobook version of Sam Irby's new book, 
Samantha Irby wrote this book called Meaty, and she's a TV writer. She's been on, she writes on Sex and the City. And her new book is flawless. Like, I would call it a, like, I like books of essays, but not, it's not my favorite book to listen to. And her other books were good, but this is fantastic. It's called uh, Quietly Hostile. Yeah, it's amazing. I can't recommend it enough. And her reading, she reads her own audiobooks. So, and her voice is great. So, Samantha Irby, Quietly Hostile. Hostile. Thank you, Alice. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Peloton, Instagram, Letterboxd, OnlyFans. And I will... <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Stop laughing. It's actually really seriously Fine. upsetting. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I You're didn't a singer! <laughs> but also a winner. Wow, thank you. Uh, freaking... You know what? I'll, I'll, do, I'll do two plane takes. Because nice. I, I was traveling a little bit this weekend, and two Congrats. things I watched on the plane. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to just be up there in the sky. Two things I watched on the plane that really did it for me. One, Steve Jobs. The movie Steve really? Jobs. I the love Ashton it. Kutcher Ashton Kutch? No. Or the Fassbender one. The Fassbender one. You have to clarify. It's no, true. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know the title of those movies. I think one of them is Steve, and the other one's called Steve Jobs. And I'm supposed to keep that straight. In these I'm busy. One of them has Seth Rogen saying, acknowledge the Apple II team, and one of them doesn't. <laughs> and that's a big difference. <laughs> that's true. Wait, can I run this by you, Alice? Oh. Is this a good Seth Rogen laugh? For real. I'm going to do okay. it for real. I'm going to look away. Okay. Close your eyes. I, must, I did it. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> it's great. It's great. I think really it's good. all right, it's right? really good. Yeah. And then the second thing I watch, Girls. I watch Girls on the plane. I started Girls, girls for the first time. HBO's Girls? HBO's Girls. It's good. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not hearing this. All right. It's, I think season one was good. I'm watching season one. Okay. And, and a stranger, no, a, a gentleman next to me got to watch Adam Driver railing into Lena Dunham in episode You're two. You're welcome, gentlemen. Yeah. It's kind of a net positive <laughs> My friend for the has plane. a dog that looks just like, uh, Adam, Driver? Just like Adam Driver. Okay. It's really funny. Is the funny. dog single? I honestly, his name's Toaster, and I think he. Are yeah. you single? Toaster? <laughs> I could be. <laughs> you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere at patreon.com slash goodchristianfun and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Alice, thank you so much thank for Thank you for having me. Thank you for loving you back. And there's nothing too. left to say except for. Okay. okay. I, love I love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. And also check out uh, Maisel Goys coming out very soon. Oh, <laughs> so soon. Little <laughs> like, teaser. Probably next week. Um, now watch this drive. Now watch this drive. Uh, and let's go out with... L- Believe After Love. The 9-11 oh, dude, song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we can do that. The song that's about 9-11 for you. sure. Absolute. <laughs> the prophet. Mrs. The prophet Moonstruck her, herself. herself. Yeah. This must have felt so scary for her because she knew what was going to happen. Do you want to hit the goalpost <laughs> so with scary. this? All right, so... This song has just come out did, uh, recently, and it's um, it's about uh, something happening in the future. I don't know what it is, but you're going to like it. It's Cher's new song, uh, Believe. So take a listen here and see if you can see uh, what's coming insecure. up in the future. I'm a little worried, and I'm, I'm making a bunker. But you don't have to, but you could. Anyway, here you go, Cher. Yeah. It's such a fun work thing to do. I'm going to get to the chorus. That's what I'm going to do on my podcast now. You should. It's goal posting. I love that. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The future is a nasty game. I'm a man. 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 I'
We'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.